Life Pod people. That's how you did it last week. Um, hello to everybody. It is the fourth week of the That's Life podcast with the rents. While Abby is uh, getting on an airplane later on this evening to make her way back here, we uh, we have missed her. We're anxious for that, but we actually have so much enjoyed these weeks of doing this podcast. Really, I've really enjoyed doing it with Kelly, but also for for any and all the listeners who um, who've been with us uh, over this amount of time. And it is a podcast that our daughter Abby has developed and and built, and hopefully we've been able to what semi maintain it for a few weeks. But it is uh, it is about life's transitions through a Christian lens and. We have covered a wide range of topics, and uh, yeah, I think we're four and a half weeks in, maybe, but four on our own. Uh, we've had um, good discussions. We've had computer problems. We've had um, timing problems trying to get it done, but it's all been so enjoyable, and we are here for uh, the final installment. It is our swan song uh, for the That's Life, the Rents version. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Hello, Matt. I'm just wonderful. I'm Good. doing great. We need a little life update? Yeah, well, um, we had a big weekend. Last weekend was Memorial Day weekend, so everybody had a, a long weekend. And uh, we started uh, the weekend heading to Nashville. We basically spent the, the, the weekend in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went down and picked up our oldest daughter uh, and her fiancé have a puppy. Um, and his name is Boone. We love Boone. And he had, uh, a certain, you know, uh, he was neutered and, and had a little surgery on a, a hernia that, that he was born with. Everything went great. So we picked him up from there, but it was kind of sad. He has to wear one of those cones and, uh, mm. take medicines to make sure nothing gets infected or anything. But he was, it continues to do really well. Yeah. He just had to get used to the, the cone and, if anybody's ever had a dog with a cone, it's such a sad thing, and they have to get used to it, and they can't kind of move around like they. And this puppy is full of energy and likes to run and likes to get outside, and uh, he just couldn't do that. So that's the sad part. But he's probably well, the, probably next day or two, they'll be able to take that off, hopefully, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll be uh, he'll be back to running around. So then, uh, uh, my mom from. Arizona was in town this weekend, and that was fantastic seeing her. And she was, she stayed at my sister. She lives in Nashville, and um, so that was kind of home base. So Kelly and I, and then Morgan and Zach, her her fiance, we you know we we got to have dinner one day. We went on an all day sort of excursion around Nashville. We spent time at their house. Um, I went back uh, uh, the night before last and, and took her to the airport yesterday morning. So she got to spend the whole week with us. So all of those were very, very positive things uh, in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything I missed or anything? We got new cookware last night. Yes, we got new cookware. That was very exciting. And needed. And I don't know if I'm going to allow Abby to use it. We'll see. <laughs> um, just kidding, Abby, but you will have to have a little tutorial. Um, yeah, uh, we're excited about Abby coming home. We just cannot wait that she has had a great month. Um, in Hawaii, and I can't wait to just hug her and see her in person and get to hear all of it, even though we've been keeping up with her, but it's going to be wonderful. So we're counting down 
the minutes till we get to see her. Um, but yeah, I guess that that is our life update. It's been really, really busy. It's been a lot of busy, but fun and good things. So yeah, it seems, uh, I think we mentioned this in the weeks past, but <clears throat> technically they would refer to us as empty nesters at this point. And uh, it feels like, I think you were the one who said it, it feels like we're busier now than mm -hmm. we have been. I think that's true. And we've been burning up the highway miles uh, back and forth from, uh, from Nashville. But it's all been great. I mean, yeah. we've, we've enjoyed all of it. And um, If we're honest, we like to be full nesters. Yeah, we would. Uh, we like, we like, we like to be busy. We like to be around the kids and, yeah. um, and, uh, and do all those things. So we're trying to plan some, uh, maybe a vacation later this year, trying to plan some other things to do to make sure that we're seeing them and with them as much as possible. So, um, you know, it's this period of time, I wish we could get life updates from all, all everybody listening too. I, I hope that everything is going well and that everyone also had a, long, a good long weekend and has had a good week this week as well. And, and so um, we'll probably uh, at the end remind everybody, but Abby will be back next week and uh, it will be uh, terrific for any listeners to uh, to hear of her adventures and what she'll talk about next week. Yeah, be ready for lots of energy because she will have slept a lot by then and be ready to go. So um, let's open up in prayer and we'll get started. Um, dear Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for just allowing us another opportunity to do this podcast. Lord, we just ask for your words and your wisdom during this conversation and um, just during this time to spend with you and the listeners. We pray that you speak through us. Um, let your words come through us in the way that you want them to come through and just guide us. Um, and we pray for those listening and we just pray for this podcast and um, everybody out there. And we love you so much and thank you for all your many blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today, uh, Abby forwarded to us, uh, I guess she solicited uh, questions from listeners and got a few questions here and sent them to us as an idea for us to um, answer the questions as a theme for today. So um, the couple of them uh, are somewhat in the same realm. A couple of them aren't. We'll probably take it in directions to We're being maybe very find very spontaneous. Find, find some path wherever this takes us. So yes, we're, we're going to... We're going to be a little bit all over today, probably. Yeah. Um, but this will be fun. This will be fun, light, hopefully. I don't know. Jesus will take us where he wants us. We'll usually see. when you go all over with these things, it's always the, the best way to do we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to ask the first question that I see, and we may not get to all of them. We'll see. We'll kind of... Like I said, we really didn't plan on this one. We'll just see what happens. And the first one is, why is my girlfriend so pretty? Yeah. Who did that come from? I wonder who that came from, Peter. It's really funny, Peter. Great way to start the pod. But I actually do, I actually do have an answer for that question. <laughs> there is an answer for that question, and it is because of her mother. Is she? Oh, that's that, so sweet. That beauty is straight that's from so her sweet. mother. So and I would say it's from Jesus because he shines through her. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's great. Dad, do you want to pick a question? Um, we got a second question about uh, Kelly and I's relationship before um, marriage. You know, how much were we intimate together? How much were we um, uh, together? Uh, and actually, got specific. Do we regret any of it? Um, and you know, this this is a 
a question, um, a, a real important one. And what, what came to my mind is, is uh, well, first of all, you know, Kelly and I made some decisions um, to, uh, you know, to hold off on some things, if, if that makes sense, until we were married. And, and that's a decision that everyone, you know, ultimately makes for themselves. Um, but, but what I thought of about this uh, particular question or, or area of conversation is, you know, um, as I look back on it now, and it's easy to do, you know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, and reflection is, you know, you can always see clearer, more clearly in, in reflection in, in, as, in, as opposed to in the moment. We also have a lot of years mm-hmm. <laughs> under us and, and experiences to, to maybe have formed uh, thoughts about it. I guess the way I think about these things is if you're, if you're in a relationship, thinking about being in a relationship, trying to find that person uh, that you want to you know, spend the rest of your life with, if that's what you're, if, you, if you're choosing, if you're at that age or even thinking about it, I think one, one maybe simple way that, that I have it in my mind is at some point, once you find that person and, and you spend the rest of your life with them, you know, you're, you're going to have to reflect back on the years uh, now and um, face, you know, questions like this or other questions about how you treated each other or um, um, how you handled the relationship and um, all the things that, that anybody uh, goes through in a relationship. And you just want to be able to be as um, comfortable with the decisions you made, comfortable with how the relationship was. It's part of your story. And, you know, we all want our story to... Um, be one that we can reflect on and, and feel good about. But, but even if even if you've made some decisions or there's been some things that maybe you, you wish would have gone differently, um, also don't get too hard on yourself with that too. I, I just firmly believe, I, I've told Kelly this, I have this idealistic belief that there is a person out there for each of us. And... Um, you know, when things uh, end poorly in relationships or marriages or whatever, I kind of want to think, well, that wasn't your one person. You just happen not to find him or her yet. And uh, so um, even if you, again, uh, have some things happen that maybe you wanted to go differently, if you find that person, you work through those things and you learn how to accept them Um be honest with each other, be truthful with each other. That's the most important thing. Uh, so yeah, that's what I would kind of offer on that, on, that, on that question. And I think that um, in your relationship, if you have God in the center of your relationship and you pray about um, what direction you want that relationship, what direction he wants that relationship, I mean, read the Bible on what it says about relationships go into his word. It's the, you know, the manual. It'll help, you know, it, it will help you make really great choices because you see kind of a lot of the things that are in the Bible are not to hurt you and limit you from things and to keep you from things. They are actually to help you um, not have as much pain and suffering. And some of these choices, when we go about making them on our own without Jesus and, and kind of consulting him on it, to me, that's when you cause more pain for yourself. Um, and again, yes, 
people make mistakes. Jesus has come. He's saved us and forgiven us for our sins. Um, but you just, you want to do your best to follow him and listen. And the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and he's right there. When you feel those, um, if you feel those in my heart, when you have those nudges or those things that are like, mm, probably shouldn't do that, probably whatever, I think you need to listen to those because um, that probably is Jesus kind of nudging you a little. But I've always told my girls in relationships, um, obviously I say God and Bible first, put that Jesus in the center of it. Um, but I also tell them when they are in a serious relationship, you need to you know, set your boundaries with each other and go ahead and talk openly about, you know, what the limits are and where you you know, what you are comfortable with and not comfortable with. Some people don't have the same beliefs or thoughts um, as others. And that's important when you're finding somebody um, to spend your life with or your time with, even in dating. It's important to know because if you're really on different pages at the beginning, you might, you might not even want to continue seeking. So I don't know, we can get probably, uh, this podcast could probably go a little deeper with Abby and me. Um, Maybe on one of the That's Mamas, we could talk a little more if anybody wanted to hear you know, a little more in depth. But we have some other questions um, to get to. So we'll, I think we'll move on from this one. Um, uh, do you want to pick one or you want me to pick one now? Well, there was, there, there's a question that it was phrased a little. I'm not sure I understood how it was phrased. But... Wait, time out. Hold on one second. And do you regret any of it? I mean, yes. Just to answer that question, there are regrets. Again, I'm sorry, I saw that second part of that one question. Um, yes, there are regrets, but I'm thankful that I have a God who forgives me and I try to move past it and move forward. Again, that's mama. Maybe that's a deeper episode because I don't want to keep going. All right, go ahead, Dad. Because it's <laughs> no starting. <laughs> no, I was just going to move. There was a question about divorce. It was written a little. Uh, uh, about a uh, divorce almost like why did you get a divorce of course we've been together we're coming up on 20 eight eight years uh, and we've been dating we've yeah been dating another two we dated three years before we got married oh, was it three yeah so we're 30 and, and you know it's always the weird threshold not the weird that's the wrong way to say it the no it's weird it's weird well, <laughs> yes that is it's it's, it's um it, it, it the way time flies and being with somebody but when you pass that period of time where you've been together with somebody longer than you've been without that person. So, you know, I'm going to be 52 in, in October and we've been together, you know, call it 30 years, just round. We've been together 30 years. So we've been, I've, I've lived my life, uh, long, uh, more years of my life with Kelly than without. And uh, so that's always a milestone. And in our case, a, a really important and and loving milestone. Uh, he always says it feels like fifty years. <laughs> I do make that joke, but all in all honesty, it's uh, it's something that uh, I certainly thank God brought into to my life, and and uh, and now uh, having our daughters and our family. But uh, yeah, I, I guess divorce. I, I don't have much experience. I mean, in our families, of both our families, there's um, divorce, and uh, I think you know, divorce probably touches in some way. I mean, most all families in, in some way, it could be relatives, it certainly could be parents, it could be someone listening to this podcast. And so I, I don't know that I have a whole lot on this other than 
you know, what I said earlier is I want to believe that, uh, you know, there's a special, special person out there and, and maybe, it, maybe it wasn't meant to be, but there, I don't even know, you know, I don't know that. And there's so many things that, um, so many variables and so many different things, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not sure I have a whole lot. Well, and you know me either, Matt, because, and and I think divorce can be sensitive, you know, a lot of people and we don't, it's hard for us to come and speak on it when there are so many different personal things. But I did read something in the Bible. I was reading the study part. Um, It happened to be, it was in Corinthians and the study part below, it was from uh, 728 in 1 Corinthians. But the study part below, this is just kind of in general for marriage. It says many people naively think that marriage will solve all of their problems. Here are some problems marriage won't solve. Loneliness, sexual temptation, one's deepest emotional needs, life's difficulties. Marriage alone does not hold two people together, but commitment does. Commitment to Christ and to each other despite conflicts and problems. As wonderful as it is, marriage does not automatically solve every problem. Whether married or single, we must be content with our situation and focus on Christ, not on the loved ones, to help address our problems. I thought that was kind of good because I do think, especially in the world today, that kids are watching movies and you're always seeing and relationships and marriage and the love, you know, the romantic comedies and all the, everything's perfect. And you're in relationship and when you meet each other and things are brand new and fresh. And I mean, it is, they call it a honeymoon phase. It's all of that. So yeah, I mean, don't, I think people have a false reality of what marriage is. Um, And some of these things I've always tried to be very just, (laughs) real with the girls about, yeah, I mean, marriage is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Um, But again, yes, you don't want to count on that person to fix all of your stuff because that goes back to that uh, God-sized hole. God's the only one that can fill all the holes of, you know, the only, well, not all the holes, the God-sized hole. God's the only one that can fill it. The, you know, your spouse can't fill it. You know, it goes on to say stuff like that. So just a little bit on the divorce thing. I think that, um, I don't know, that's just, I guess, about marriage, how it's hard. And yeah. So another question. Yeah, and and, is that- and marriage, is, marriage is hard. It's, it's, I think sometimes, actually, we were talking about it right before we popped on. I mean, and started this podcast is Kelly and I asked each other, are we making this sound like everything's just perfect in our marriage and our family? And the answer is no. We have struggles. We mm-hmm. have disagreements we have stresses and anxiety we have personal you know when you're in a marriage you're still individual people as well mm-hmm. and um, sometimes that gets in conflict with uh, uh, not in conflict but it just uh, it's it's hard to deal with personal individual issues because you feel like you're you know uh, prioritizing you know family and relationship but don't don't take for a minute and all ours that we don't have our our issues and well even ones and not always even just with each other they could just be um problems with uh career life that provides stresses and anxieties and fear of taking the next step in life um, they could be financial problems they could be you know all these things we, we we've encountered 
all of them. So. Even right before the podcast, guys, <laughs> it was really kind of funny. I have to share a little, but not too much. But like I said, we didn't plan. We didn't plan. We pulled up Abby's questions. And here's the thing to accept. And we've been together for 30 years and we know each other. And the things we know is that we know Kelly Murphy is an open book. We know Matt Murphy, not so much. You have to kind of open his up a little. So in the questions, even when we're looking at them, I'm thinking, oh yeah, all of these. And he's, you know, we kind of are actually not an argument because we aren't arguers really. We tend to, but it was like, no, I feel this way. No, I feel this way. So yeah, like, um, yeah, it's just funny because our, the ironic that right before. Okay. Well, so I'll ha the next question's got an easy answer. Oh, okay. I got this one. Okay. This you go. You go. I'm ready. Where do babies come from? <laughs> the so stork. a stork. <laughs> <laughs> flies in with, a, with your baby and just delivers it into so I don't know. Do you think Amazon does that now? We, we, oh, that's a good. I mean, really? Same day delivery. Too, I probably. mean, probably. Yeah. Uh, yes. And again, let's let's pair that with uh, the physically interacting before marriage. How did you regret it? And then where do babies come from? Abby, that's your next. That's mama bonus episode, <laughs> right? Coming live at the open book. I'll be there for you. Okay. Um, next, uh, what do you regret not doing before having children? Yeah, that's, I thought that was, that's a, that's a good question. You know, regret for me is something that it's hard to phrase it that way to me because, um, I think actions and the sequence and the way that things happen in your life are part of your story and mm -hmm. where you've arrived. Like we are here because of decisions and things that we it's part of that story. So if I said, well, I regret something, I wish I would have done something differently, we may not have ended up in the right. same place. So Yeah, regret makes you, that is yeah. kind of interesting because if you say I regret it, then it makes you feel like you don't like what you had, but that's not what that means. Yeah, well, that and or you would have made a different decision, which may have, have led to, you know, maybe yeah. we're still married, but we didn't wind up in Bowling Green or didn't well, wind but, up but like. So, 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 but, but I'll just rephrase it and, and just stay away from regret. It's just, let's just hypothetically, what, what are some things that, yeah, before, before we had, the because kids. once you have kids, it's a whole different mm. uh, view of responsibility and uh, commitments and, and uh, yeah, you, you have to give up certain things. I, I would say, again, we're talking hypothetically, I wouldn't change a thing because I love where I am and and he loves me. And love, love Kelly. <laughs> but, but no, I think this question is like, what would we? No, what would, would we? Before I, kids, what would we have, have wanted have to do? Different. Like, what would we do different before we had kids? And, I, and well, you go, no, I'm, you go I'm, first. I'm saying because uh, this just came up, and we said before we had kids because we wanted to. Um, we, uh, when raising a family, I think we had the idea of um, being out in you know, a community where we had the house and a, and a big lot, maybe a backyard for the kids to play in and swing sets and all that. And you can't always do that when you live um, maybe closer to a, a city, but the city offers energy and um, lots of things to do and restaurants and walking distance and mm -hmm. all, all the kinds of, of things that, that uh, come with, with, uh, with living near a city. I'm mentioning this because we just got time in Nashville and we stayed with our with our daughter, and we had the opportunity for a couple nights to be down there. We're like, this is fun, yeah. You know, so we're actually, um, you know, that that may come for us, but I would say maybe before kids is having the opportunity to live 
in a city somewhere. I don't know, you know, we'd have just gone up to New York or Chicago or Atlanta or wherever and just sort of, you know, lived closer to a downtown and had that energy and different environment and all the things than, than what we have done, which is more of the the house, you know, outside with the lot and the yard and the, and the whole thing. Well, so I, I, would, we were, I would say that was the most I, recent thing that I thought of. Yeah, I think too. I think when you, we, we graduated from college and then we were engaged and got married right after, well, I was right after Matt had had a year under his belt being out. But I think you get in this place where you're so ready to be kind of grown up adult world. And it's like, okay. And it's kind of like playhouse. People say playhouse and you're doing this. And I, uh, to pair with that regret, um, we don't, I don't even like that word, but to pair with that, things I would have liked to have done before, I would have liked to have, along with that, just traveled a little more. Like, you know, we had the opportunity. We, we didn't, it was just us two, but you know, we were so worried, um, about money and having, um, just having, uh, you know, having things planned for a future and, with your family and, oh, we're about, you know, we'll be raising kids. So we have to be responsible and save money. We don't need to be traveling. We don't need to. So that type of thing to where, yeah, you know, live a little, enjoy your time um, and do some things, see, see things you want to see and, you know, and, and just make it happen. That's, I, think, I think travel is the other good one. Yeah. Uh, and one, the other one that I, that I thought of. So maybe a little, yeah, a little travel. Um, yeah. So, um, do you have okay? Uh, huh, this is funny. Where was I conceived? I'm assuming somebody must have asked where they wanted to know where they were conceived or where they want to know where Abby was conceived or so just, I'll just answer that one because I have no idea. I was about to say, do we even Some know people, now some people claim they really know that stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't and, uh, since Abby's always so vocal about all of her stuff, my, uh, I will just say my schedule of lady events is not so regular to where I don't know what's up and I don't know when's what, at least especially when you're trying to have a child and doing things like that. In fact, I can tell you the something interesting, at least with Morgan and Abby, both times pre my pregnancies, I uh, was at the beach when I found out that I was pregnant. Uh, actually, with Morgan, I was on my way home from the beach. Now, this is just finding out I was pregnant. This is not that <laughs> other question. But, um, uh, yeah, so I was on my way home from the beach, found out with Morgan from that trip. And then I was at the beach when I found out with Abby. So that's all I have for y'all on that one. I don't really know any of the others, well, but the I, the only other thing is if you want to know where they were born, you know, Morgan was born in a little small town in Alabama. Uh, I think she was the only one giving birth, mm -hmm. uh, Kelly was, uh, the night, uh, that, uh, Morgan was born and Abby was the opposite born in Atlanta at the hospital that, uh, I think more babies are born in the U.S. in that mm -hmm. hospital, or at least among the top uh, uh, hospitals that have more babies born uh, than most in the United States. So they, we had completely different experiences with the two of them, which is also interesting. And fun fact with Morgan, the way I knew I was pregnant is I craved blueberries. With Abby, I craved um, carrots, and I at the time did not like either. That's just a little fun fact. And the, actually on Abby's I wanted a whole bag of carrots at the beach, which they thought was very odd for me because it's more like I'd eat a bag of M&Ms. And um, yeah, that's when we found out. Little Abby. So the carrots and the blueberries. Okay, that's I'm going off here. So back to, oh, this is interesting, this one. So if you met each other 
um, at then, if you met each other then, um, as you mentally are now, would you still get married? I mean, absolutely, 100%. Yes, I have no... What else? <laughs> no, I, I think it's a really a, it's a neat question to think about. Because you, you do change. You do change. You do change. All that, but no, I mean, my answer is absolutely yes. I, I um, again, like I said, I, I, I still idealistically believe in this, in this um, idea that there's a person out there, and uh, when you find that right person, it, it, it is right. It's right forever, uh, no matter what. Now, what, what I love about this question is Kelly and I have grown so much together mentally and um, we have grown as people we're not the same people mm -hmm. um, in some respects I'll speak for myself in some respects I think that I have grown in a very positive way in so many things and I have Kelly to thank for a lot of that I also have developed um, anxieties and fears and it just to just come with I guess responsibility as you get older so we go through, but but mm -hmm. we, we've gone through all that together and yeah. so, uh, so yeah, we're in a different place mentally, but it wouldn't change my my opinion of whether or not I feel like we still would get married. Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting too when we met, and you know, you talk about the anxiety and worry type of thing. Like I think that was more me when we first met, and then we flipped. And I think the important thing to know in in marriage is it's for better or for worse. Things change; they don't stay the same. Hopefully, you grow with your partner in. Um, you know, grow together, but we're different people again, open book, closed book. I mean, there's different things and you have to understand that, you know, God created us all differently. He doesn't want Matt and I to be the same person. He doesn't want us to be the same. He wants everybody. We all have different purposes. We're all here for a reason. You just have to love and um, respect uh, that person you're with and for better, or for worse, right? For better, or for worse, sickness and health, the whole bit. And um, it all comes with it. Yep. Uh, um, okay. I think this is if you had a do-over before you got married, what would it be? Um, do-over. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what we're going for with the, with the question. Um, and it says, and what about after marriage? But I, but I think this is a little bit back to the regret, regret question. Mm -hmm. So I know this is going to be kind of a non-answer or maybe a an answer that's not as specific, but, but it, but it's true. It's, it's just my truth, which is what I believe, which is, um, I can kind of for fun, think about things. Well, if I had to do it, like, well, I wish I would have traveled more before, uh, mm -hmm. before I met Kelly, cause I could have traveled all over, you know, all over and, and done that. But, but see, those things tend to change the trajectory mm -hmm. of your, of your life. So, if I look back it's and true. use the word regret or use the words um, if you had a do-over or whatever it is, I don't want to change the trajectory of my life. I love where I am. I, I, I want this to be my life. And so, again, I know that's not a real super specific answer, but it's the truth. You know, one thing we, and again, I think this rolls in. Abby, we have a few things to roll in together. That do-over, I think that can go into our little podcast too. But um, So I'll save that for there. But I also think, oh, God, it was just on my brain and it left. If you, Oh, my gosh, it was just in my brain. I'm sorry, guys. This is what 50 looks like. Um, now, I would say maybe while Kelly thinks about that, you know, as we look forward, like, you know, what do you now look forward to? I mean, we're... We we're both sorry, Kelly, but we're both in our fifties, mm -hmm. both in our fifties, mm -hmm. and um, 
and uh, you know, I, you know, we are classified as empty nesters. Um, I've still got a lot of years of work left. So oh, I know it. Be, Finish your thought. I can't. Well, I'm just saying as we look forward. I mean, I do think that, that travel is one we both want to do. We want to see new places and have some new experiences. We look forward to the girls getting, you know, going through their transitions of life and uh, and new experiences of life. So that that'll be more looking. Forward. I remember. I have to say it fast. I'm going to forget it again. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So the do over part. We've talked about this before, and I don't know if this is actually what people are looking for, but do over before you got married. I think our do-over might have been some of our college. That's a whole nother topic too. But some of our college we talked about, like we visited Abby's um, Belmont, not necessarily where you went to school, but even just kind of how we went to school in our four years of college, like some do-overs. We've often said, man, if we went back, we less, have said that. We would do it over differently. Less, we would Less going out. And I would have taken school more seri- even more seriously. Yeah, I mean, so I there's okay a do-over. Kelly did really well in school. But uh, I would have, I would have taken. There's a lot of things we would have done differently. So yeah, Yeah. I I think that's, I think that's true. Okay. What else? Wait. What about after marriage? Do, what would we do, over, after our marriage? Like after we got married, what do we do? I've kind of answered. Okay, so we're done. Okay, sorry. I Um, mean, what I thought about just looking forward, you know, kind of stuff. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm detailed, kind of crazy. Are you attracted to other people? Go ahead, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, you have to be honest. We're we're all, you know, there's a attracted is a kind of. I think the word. word. That's what I was going to say. Is a little is a little odd. I I wouldn't use that word. Do you find people attractive? Find people attractive. Yes, and and can (laughs) I look at a, a male person and say, man, that's a Good-looking Good guy. Yeah, I do that too. I mean, yeah. So you know, the answer is yes. I mean, I, I think yeah. if we're all honest, uh, the, that answer is yes. But that word attracted, or have I ever, you know, or, or do you, any any more thoughts than that? No, I mean, it, but but certainly, it's okay to think things are to think thing to think things to think people are pretty and yeah. think people are good-looking. That's okay. But I will say this for me. I mean, and it's probably just more about my age, but I just don't really, I just don't really pay attention to it anymore as much. I just don't, it just doesn't, it's just not something on my radar, I guess. Um, but I was going to say something else. Lord help my brain. But I, but I would say that that's one of those things that, yes, we, we, I mean, we're human beings. We're going to find, we're, you know, we're going to see, um, I think people are attractive people or pretty people or what, however you, or even personalities, like, um, really like that person's personality, but you know, that, that's uh, all it is. Well, I, mean, I was going to say this too. To, I, to think it's more I think if you have to have trust in your relationship. You have to have trust. If you don't, then it's going to be very difficult. I also think that you have to guard your relationship, um, yeah, keeps Jesus in the center, but you also guard yourself, the boundaries, everything. I remember when Matt traveled and worked, there were certain, um, he had one of his bosses that would not go to a... Uh, wouldn't ride in the car Wouldn't ride in the car alone with a female or wouldn't go to a lunch alone with a female or things like that. And honestly... And I've met several, I've met other people who do that. You have to, you know, some people have to protect themselves. I, now, I'll be truthful to here too. I don't have, I don't have guy friends. Like as... I mean, that's not something I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, my couple, our couple friends, but I don't have guy friends. I don't go out to lunch with guys. I don't. 
Um, there are some things, and I've told my daughters this too, You, especially when you aren't in a marriage yet and you're just dating, you have to protect yourself you know, in those situations too because you can put yourself in situations that are... Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's temptation or if you just put yourself in a bad situation, um, you have to, if you value and love the person and the relationship, you, you have to take care of it and you have to set whatever boundaries you need to for that. Um, I think, uh, kind of coming down the stretch here in this last question, which is a big one. So why is it important to stay married was, uh, was a question sent in and, uh, probably a good place to, to start, um, uh, finishing up here, but it's a big one. We could probably do a whole podcast uh, podcast on this. Um, you know, in our case, uh, Kelly and I have just simply loved each other, and we want to spend life together. And uh, we are better together than we would be uh, separate. Uh, we have two wonderful, beautiful daughters uh, that you know we want to have a loving relationship for them and we pray for their futures to have loving relationships as well um, but there's a you know there's a whole you know list of, of reasons to, to stay married but I think at its core and foundation um, you hope that you find yourself in that loving uh, supportive encouraging relationship and so then if you have that so why would you want to leave it uh, and, um, but as we know, that, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that happens every day. Um, but in our case, you know, that's, I guess that's how I look at it. Well, and why stay married? You're, when you, if you really pay attention to wedding vows and, uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're pled, you're, I mean, you're vowing to each other to, for the, all the days of your life. So how's it go? For better, for worse, for richer, richer for, poor, for poor, sickness, sickness and, and health. It's a commitment. That's like, why I call it vows. You're vowing. You're vowing before God. And, and if you can go read more on that in the Bible, too, that that type of thing. So why stay married? You Because you, before God said you would do that, and you vowed it to each other. Um, yeah, and we don't want to get into every everybody's different. Everybody's situations are different, but yeah, and staying married, I think, um, I think a lot of people, um, if you don't, if something, there are different situations, so I can't touch on all those because I don't know people's personal things. But you know, a lot of times, I think people think the grass is greener. And they see something else, and you know, once you, it is true too. The longer you're married, the longer you're together, things get. I mean, they get comfortable, which we've really grown to love, I think. But, um, you know, you watch other people and you see other things and you're like, oh, well, they're this or they're that. But no, I mean, it's just time in a relationship. So you, some people think it's better over there, but they get over there and it's new, but it's, it's over time, it's the same thing as what you're in. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, grass is not always greener and you just kind of have to, and keep Jesus in the center. I will. Uh, I will say this: those are some great questions, and everybody gave us uh, some things to talk about. Sorry, we, we uh, meandered a little bit, uh, we bounced around a little bit, but but again, those sometimes those are the greatest conversations to have. So I yeah, think, it's been uh, fun. 
I think we've come to the end of the rents. Uh, yeah. Maybe an encore presentation down the road sometime. Yeah, we'll let Abby fun. decide that. Maybe we can check in from time to time. But uh, but I sure have enjoyed doing this with you and talking to the listeners and. Um, and it's been know. fun for us. Like talk about a little relationship yeah. thing. Yeah, it's been a little. No, I mean like has. us each yes. other. Uh-huh. Is that what you meant? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is what I meant. Okay, I got but you. But no, it's it's uh, it has been fun to, to do this together and and uh, and for Abby and yeah. so she will make her return next week. We are looking forward to that. I know you are too. We can't and, wait. And oh, so exciting! So exciting! Yeah. So Jesus love you. What? Well, Jesus love you. Jesus loves you. We love you, and that's life with the rent. Thank you.